Welcome to the Potion Podcast, your raw look at the hospitality industry, brought to you by SHC. This week's episode is proudly sponsored by Bar Green Ellington for all your restaurant and bar needs. Visit bargreen.com for the full portfolio. What is happening, Post Shippers? Welcome back to another episode of the Post Ship Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Sean Sewell. This week, I was trying to think about what I'm going to do for this week's Post Ship Shot. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take it back to the very, very basics. Let's go way, way back and chat about my journey of entrepreneurship because I don't think I talk about this at all, really. So, um, my journey for entrepreneurship actually started when I was about 12 years old. And so, at 12 years old, my parents... Um, worked really, really hard and like scraped and saved and got loans and grants to open their own small business. They opened up a trucking company. My dad was a truck driver um, and a landscaping company. And so when I was 12 or 13, I started working full time for them. And so my father is a very, he's a very different sort of gentleman, ex-military, um, did a number of years in the UK military um, married my mother and he was always a perfectionist. Like the man hasn't even got a parking ticket or a speeding ticket in his whole entire career. Like it's insane. Um, very, very intelligent, but my mother taught him how to read and write because he left school and that's why, how he ended up in the military. And so very, very intelligent man just didn't know the basics of reading and writing, but could tell you the seven C's and like (laughs) tell you basically everything. So he did a lot. And so when they scrimped and saved, we started this, this landscaping company, which really opened my eyes to being self-employed and being your own boss. So we would do, I would get up first thing in the morning, do my chores like 5.30 in the morning, get in the car, go load up a, a truck full of sod or turf, and dad would go and deliver that all day long. And then I would come, I'd go to school, I'd go to school all day long. And then I would come home, change into the same dirty clothes I had that morning because I'm going to go do another load of turf. And I would jump into the truck, drive into town, which was about an hour and a half, two hour drive, and unload sod at six o'clock in the evening. And then do my homework in the truck and then drive home. And I'd do that seven days a week um, throughout my high school career or my high school time. Um, And so that was my opening eyes. Like it, I think I've been bred to work really, really hard and push myself really, really hard by my father, who being ex-military would always have the weirdest shit to do. We had a crane on the truck. We literally had a crane on the truck. We could unload these pallets of sod with a crane. But my father always said that by the time that you unpack the crane, you would have had those two late last two pallets unloaded. By the time we packed the crane back up, you'd have the last two. So we're only unpacking the crane for half the load. So you might as well just do it yourself. Really weird, like reasoning behind that, but that's the reasoning he had. Um, and being my old man, you say, yes, sir, no, sir, three bags full, sir, and get onto it. Um, it was after I left home, I started working in hotels and in pars and, and restaurants when I was 18. And I actually had a brief like 18 month stint owning my own landscaping company called Urban and Earth. I still remember the name. And I took a lot of the things that my parents did to build the business. Now, this is like pre-internet, pre-Facebook um, and social media. This is, this is we're probably talking about what, two, 2000, 2001 for this um, so it was very, very early on. 
And my parents always did this thing. Whenever we needed some more business, they would print out a whole bunch of flyers at a local Kinko's or whatever the 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 same thing is is for Australia. And then personally go and drop it into onto places that didn't have landscaping or um, stuff at developments. Um, and not just put um, it in the letterbox, but actually take it all the way up and put it under or on the on the doorstep so that you could see. To the point that my dad would take off his muddy boots and walk barefoot up so they didn't put muddy footprints on the pathway to put it down. Like, my dad was fastidious to say the least. Um, and I did that. That's how I built my business. And the last job I did before I sort of got out of it because... I was young and naive and stupid. It was like a fifty-two, fifty-five $55,000 landscaping job that I pretty much pulled off myself by myself. And it was a ton of work. I was working eight to 10, 12 hour days to get this project finished. And so that's where my sort of root of my entrepreneurship and my um, push came. So once I really delved in and sort of sunk myself into the hospitality industry, which was my obviously my calling because it's been something I've been doing for 20-something years. Um, even then, I would be working at bars and restaurants, and then I would start I started my own bartending school. And it was a it was a four-week program, two days a week, Saturday, Sunday, and we would taste through the bar, we would do cocktails. And again, I was young. I look back and I'm like, I could have done so much better. But being, I think at that time I was 20, 23, 24, 25. Um, and so I was always on the hustle to find something else that I could do outside of the norm, outside of just being a, a cocktail bartender, outside of just working the nightclubs, outside of just being at the, the fancy cocktail bars on Friday, Saturday night. So I was always hustling to find something. I, I trained somewhere in the region of uh, 50 to 100 people in a space of six months, which is really great. And that comes to me coming to Canada. And so me coming to Canada, I always pushed um, what I needed to get, what I need, what my side hustle was going to be. So I started working at Moxie's and then I don't know how I got into writing and I started writing a lot of articles for a couple of different websites. This is when websites started becoming a thing. And then I picked up a magazine out of Long Island called Children. It's still actually around. You can go get Chilled magazine from the local uh, news agent. But yeah, I went and started writing for them and I was a a, a hus like a part owner and journalist for them, writing 25,000 words, an issue, which was just crazy to look back and go, I was writing 25,000 words an issue for that? That's crazy. So I started doing that. I started doing my muddlers and my, if you've ever, if you've been following me long enough, you know about the Viva muddler and it was, uh, I was the liquid revolution, uh, liquid revolutionist and my website was liquid revolution. And I started my very first like bar tool company, which supplied a hell of a lot of muddlers to kegs and cactus clubs and earls and milestones all across North America. And so I did that for a long while. Um, but always, there was always like a full-time job plus a side hustle, full-time job plus a side hustle. And it was in 20, I would say 2015, after everything happened with Little Jumbo. So 2013, I opened up my very first restaurant, Little Jumbo. Things didn't go very well with my partner. I don't regret how it went. Um, I regret some times when I probably should have dealt with it better. But again, I look back and I was 32, 33 years old um, and I just... I think even in 10 years time, you look back, it's like, oh, I was 40 and I was immature. Um, 
but I, I left and, and that really gutted me. But then I picked up my things and 2015 was when I really started getting into the consulting game. And that's when I've sort of started building off that. I've been consulting pretty much full time since 2015, plus running venues, plus like doing these little things, spirit developments, podcasts and stuff like that. So my entrepreneurship journey, even though in my head, it feels like it's been choppy change and two steps left and one step right and backwards and forwards and that sort of thing. It's relatively linear that it's always been a part of my life to push this entrepreneurship side hustle that I, I absolutely love. My obviously work-life balance could probably do with a tweak, just a tweak or two. But overall, I think that uh, my the, the journey I've gone on has led me to pushing myself to being better than I possibly can and, and doing the branding as CPG, mainly because I know what the consumer wants and a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars, a lot of distilleries, wineries, they think they know what the consumer wants, but it's always based around like what their friends are telling them is awesome. And so for me, being able to consult on these venues and consult on these places to help them understand the consumer before that they before they understand their passion project and whatnot is super important and that, and that bleeds into the CPG into the branding to the logo design to the the spirit development to consulting the whole everything so at the end of the day that's my entrepreneurship journey so if you're listening to this or you're seeing it on Instagram or whatever post a little post a little comment below and and let's chat about what you what you, what do you see your journey as as an entrepreneur and hospitality entrepreneurship is super difficult i'm not trying to sugarcoat this shit it is very very tough entrepreneurship is tough being a hospitality entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneur is even tougher but on that note guys thanks for your support chat to you real soon bye Thanks for listening, Pose Shifters. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoy sitting down with friends and peers and uh, just chatting about the industry and getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's really going on out there. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, everything on all the platforms. Just hit it up and I'll do my best to answer any queries or questions you have. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.